Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's David Kay, voice of Beast Wars Megatron and TFA Optimus. You're listening to the Geek Cast Radio Network. Transform and roll out. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Transformers, robots in disguise. Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. Transformers. Hello and welcome to Transformation Animation Podcast. I am one of your hosts, TFG and Mike. Joining me is Pecan Court Michael. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going. And Steve Megatron. Hello. Hello. Returning to the GeekCast Radio Network is the one, the only, David Kay. Hello, David. How are you? Is this, is this thing on? Excellent. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Yes, uh, we have transitioned from Beast Wars into Transformers Animated, and we're going to be mainly talking to you about that and a few other things as well tonight. Okay, that's perfect. We have, uh, absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've started um, a Transformers Animated Review podcast where we are going to be reviewing every single episode. We're going to be talking about the toys, we're going to be talking about the books and all that good stuff. So I need to, I need to remember stuff then I suppose. Um, I'm I'm assuming you have a fairly good memory. <laughs> well, I don't know you very well. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. Yeah, I'll try. So before we get started, can you give us the scoop on what's going on in the world of David K? Any upcoming projects you care to reveal or that you're allowed to reveal? Yeah, that's the thing. Allowed to reveal. There's some cool stuff happening. I I can I can tell you that uh, I find that. Uh, um, that uh, the Batman Arkham Asylum thing is, uh, is uh, I'm in that, and and um, uh, it's Commissioner uh, Commissioner Gordon. Um, there's a bunch of other uh, games that are happening that I can't talk about because I signed the uh, the NDA. And mm-hmm. I, I can also mention that um, uh, I was invited back. Um, it's already on IMDb. Somehow, you know, we've we've talked about it. But I was invited uh, to uh, invited in uh, uh, to join the cast of, uh, of TF Prime and uh, a couple of special cool episodes coming up. So I can reveal that um, I will be involved in in the newest. Uh, like they can't get rid of me. <laughs> you what? <laughs> they can't get rid of me. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, yeah. There's other stuff. Just yeah, Dan versus cartoons. There's other episodes that are coming out. It's uh, it, it's it's kind of a drag because it's hard. You you can't say anything because of social media. Until I get the okay. I mean, I was in work, right, was yeah. working yesterday with uh, with uh, Big John DiMaggio and uh, and uh, Tara Strong and, and Bumper Robinson, uh, but I can't tell you what it was <laughs> until I until I know until I know it's okay. Yeah. But, yeah. The uh, the social media thing before we really get started into the questions before we transition here. You're, you you've really taken a uh, a shine to the social media thing, haven't you? <laughs> Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Um, I, I go and I, I go like you know, other people I talk to. Are kind of, they all sort of uh, they get into it for a while, and then and then I let it go. I kind of go dark for a while. Um, I discovered Twitter, which is uh, interesting. How I get some you know news to start the day as well. I usually uh, I, I, Twitter's kind of cool for for that. Um, 
and the Tara Strong, it's her fault that I, I'm into all this stuff because she gets mad if I'm not. So <laughs> really make her mad want her to still be my friend. Like, okay, I'll tweet. She, uh, a few months ago, she made a, a, a Twitter message of, of an event she was going to. She, she said something about someone else and someone else and, and you. Uh, going to a burlesque show, and the first thing—I'm sorry, this is so horrible of me—the the first thing that came into my mind, I'm like, why is Optimus Prime taking Sorry Sumdak to a burlesque show? <laughs> She's not Sorry Sumdak to me. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I understand That's that. The first thing from my mind, but no, we all, we're all good. For, we all hang out. We're all good friends, and we, yeah, we, right, we yeah. see uh, uh, Dita Von Tisar, who I wanted to see. So she was in LA, and so he said, hey, let's go. So getting into the main topic of this interview, Transformers Animated, we have a few questions about that for you. Okay. Okay. I'll start things off. Um, David, how many roles in uh, Transformers Animated did you initially audition for? 72. <laughs> there was a slightly less pause that, that time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I remember the scripts. The scripts came through from my agent. Uh, I was a different agency at the time when I was still commuting uh, to Los Angeles from Vancouver. Um, I did for about ten years, and they came through. And I and Transformers, and I, I went, whoa. So I guess I guess it's over. So I was, um, I, I, you know, I, I had sent an email through to, to Sue and said, hey, just letting you know that I'm, I'm going to be reading for Transformers. Cause I, in my mind, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta get back on this, and because I was having such a good time on the original Beast Wars series and stuff. And um, because I was, you know, working in Los Angeles, and uh, I was able to work on the series if, if, uh, if it came down to that. So I read, I looked at all this stuff, and. Uh, yeah, Megatron, and of course that that was. I figured, hey, you know, here we go, and I did the Megatron thing, and I didn't read for Optimus Prime. Um, I read for some other characters. I read for uh, um, Grimlock, I believe. Um, a few other characters. I, I think they had they had when I got in the studio at Cartoon Network and reading for the for Matt Youngberg and Derek Wyatt and and Sue and other people that were there. Uh, I read about it, uh, six characters, and then you know it was going great. We all had some laughs and the Megatron thing. They're loving it, and, and Sue. And then there's a bunch of silence behind the uh, the glass, and and uh, then she comes back on 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 the uh, the mic and says, uh, "Hey, listen, what, grab can you grab Optimus?" And I go, "Yeah." Sure. Okay. And and uh, apparently they're having a tough time finding the finding the Optimus voice, and I didn't have any idea what to do, and I just sort of you know did did me um, younger, and we played around with it, and then there was some uh, nodding of heads, and I thought, well, this is kind of weird, <laughs> and you know I went away, and it was a couple of weeks later. Um, I got the call, and they said, yeah, okay, there's a call back, and I figured, oh, you know, I'm just going to Megatron, and then they said they want to bring you back in for Optimus, and I go, really? And so that's how it all started, and then sure enough, they cast me as Optimus Prime, uh, and the Grimlock, and, and, and other, some of the characters, and that's how that, that's how it happened. Nice. Was was that uh, your, your Sue Blue impersonation? <laughs> Scotty? Uh, Scott, okay, guys, guys, guys? Yeah, something like that. She's, I adore her. She's... Um, She's back uh, uh, working again. She's I, I I love her to pieces. So that's awesome. I've actually I've never heard her speak, so I thought that was funny. Uh, she's uh, she's great. Did you try to get Megatron? And if so, what would your version of the character have sounded like? Um, I was just doing the same thing. I because I didn't know I really didn't know which direction the series was headed. I mean, I, I saw some diagrams and. You know, um, I did. I made a couple of takes. Uh, I, one that was similar to what I'd done for Beast Wars, and another different take where I sort of uh, <clears throat> made him a little more, uh, 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 kind of a little more evil, I suppose. But I gave him uh, two different takes, uh, I, I recall, and um, yeah, I thought I kind of covered that they wanted to change direction. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel to be the only voice actor in Transformers history to go from the lead villain to the lead hero? <laughs> Um, uh, fortunate. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I was blown away. It was really tough. The first four episodes of the show, because every time Sue would see Corey Burton, I, another person I just love dearly, Corey's such a great guy and a good friend, and he sits, be, you know, he's beside me. It's uh, Prime on, on one side and Corey's to my left, and, and on my right-hand side is Tom Kenny, who was, who was Starscream, and uh, we had a fun, fun time, and Bill Fegerbecki, who was, 
who was um bulkhead bulkhead thank you oh, bulkhead. uh he was <laughs> over the left and there was and, and, and bumper and tara was on the side of tom and and uh and and jeff jeff bennett it was a great room we had a good time and every time we'd stop and um, Sue would say, okay, okay, Megatron. And I'd go, oh, yeah, that's right, it's not me. I, I, I always stand up every time she would say, I, I, I couldn't get it out of my head that I'm not, I'm not, I'm optimist. And I'm, she said optimist a couple times and I kind of sat there and, oh, right, me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it took a few episodes to get the voice right. I, I was having trouble because trying to make him younger, wanted him to sound a little bit younger and, and I couldn't. And finally, I, I guess probably halfway through or three quarters of the way into the first season, I started kind of settling. Everyone settled into their voices. What happens in a show? You know, if you hear the original Homer Simpson, you're going, what, who the hell, what the hell is that? And, you know, people just kind of settle into it. And it, and I, I, I liked where it was headed uh, later on. Um, so finally, yeah, it was tough to be the hero that, you know, because the, the Megatron had so many fun little things he used to do and little moments and peaks and valleys and he is and all this stuff. You know, I could really play around with him. Uh, Optimus, you kind of, you know, had to be, when he made his speech, uh, people, you get the eye roll from the other Autobots because, oh, here we go again. He's, you know, doing his speech. And so he had, had to play it pretty straight, but, you know, all those little nuances. So I found it uh, difficult for the first little while. Uh-huh. So with the ensemble cast and everybody being in the, in the same booth, uh, we had asked you last time we talked to you about Beast Wars, this time for animated were there any funny outtakes, any funny stories, anything that can be revealed as far as just the cast being in the booth or playing pranks on each other or anything like that? Oh, there are many bouts of uh, laughing fits, um, courtesy of, uh, of Tom Kenny and Jeff Bennett and Bumper Robinson. <laughs> every time, every time we'd have a moment, Jeff Bennett would—he's so, so so damn talented. He 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 mimics somebody or something, and uh, Bumper'd start laughing and then. And Tom would say something, and, and what was it Tom said one one day? We we're talking about SpongeBob or something, and oh yeah, he said uh, we were just kind of waiting for the next you know next scene to start. We had a moment; they were talking behind the glass uh, about something, whatever. And Tom said, "No, I found there's a there's a toy. There's, there's this new SpongeBob toy. I couldn't believe it. And, and what was the toy? Now it was really wild. It was um, oh." Uh, um, what the heck was it? No, no, I'm, I'm having a mental block. Because it's SpongeBob, you know, floss, and they had SpongeBob this, and I think it was like SpongeBob toilet paper or something weird. <laughs> Some comment, and we couldn't stop laughing for half an hour. Um, if I, during the interview, if I remember what, what exactly the toy was, because it does exist, I'll, I'll let you know. But that that was classic. Uh, a lot of stuff we can't. We can't, you know, say because there was some funny stuff happening in that booth. Um, <laughs> Bumper, when Bumper, every whenever he did his German accent with that with that character, you got German accent, you know, the thing. Uh, we just we start giggling. Which character was that? Uh, he was uh, meltdown. The, the three, uh, the three uh, characters. Oh, Blitzwing. Yeah, Blitzwing. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> he was just yeah. There's some funny moments. I'll, I'll think of some more. Tara, Tara. Um, Tara would, would show us funny pictures on, on her phone while, while we were recording and it would make us laugh. Um, you know, it's like a bunch of kindergarten children in there, really. <laughs> Grade school kids. Very nice. Yes. That's funny. I was just reminded of the uh, the Gary Chalk moments back from Beast Wars. And thought they, they, <laughs> yeah, they, he still they, does that, you know. <laughs> you don't sound like that. Why do you guys always do that? You don't sound like that. Yeah, you do, Gary. Wait a second. Why are you picking on me? Yeah, he'd fit right in there. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, uh, what was the uh, process for coming up with the the voices that you did for the animated characters? I'm, I'm uh, expecting to hear well, this. Funny because because up here sometimes. So through. Well. Uh... I get pieces of copy in, and I, get, I look at them, and I go, oh, man, I don't know, um, and I'll just kick into something. Other times, uh, they give you a breakdown of that. He's this, he's this age, and he looks like that. He speaks with, with an accent or without one, and he's the leader of this or the, you know. They, they give you a description of who it is, and you kind of come up with it in your head and, and what, what the character may sound like. Classic example um, of how one comes up with a character is, you get cast 
uh, something they, they hear you, they like you, they, they know it's going to be a great fit. Uh, either they know your work or they love what you did in the audition. But a lot of times when you get into the studio and it's the first day and they'd like to have all the cast. In L.A., it's hard to get people together because of um, scheduling. It's, it's crazy. But they really want to get people in the booth together, uh, the entire cast, so everyone knows each other and, and, and they, they fine-tune the voices. So I could come in with a voice. Let's hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thoughts in here like this. Yes. And I end up the character talks in a, in a like a pseudo uh, sort of significant accent with it. You know, and then they go, oh, we like that. Why don't we try that? And that becomes the character. It depends what. You know what? What uh, you've got exe- network executives in there. You've got uh, people from uh, that write the writers of the show, the animators, and and so it becomes a collaborative effort. So as as an actor, as a voice actor, you know people sometimes wonder. You have to be prepared to change it up a lot because they might want it. They sometimes will even switch roles. They say, so why don't you try that role? Give me down there, this guy instead of you know something else. Um, so you have to really be versatile when you go in there because you end up doing more than one character a lot of times, and, and they'll, they'll fool with it until they, until they get uh, something they like. So it really is sometimes on the fly, and sometimes I come up with them that that's what it is. But a lot of times you've got to be able to change it. So they don't always have a set idea of exactly what they want? No, they, they, they love what you did. And quite often, if there's a callback, you go in there and you're prepared, and they go, "Hey, listen, we really like what you did on this on and on and on and on." That gets you in the door. There's a callback. They go, "Okay, there's something we like. Can you can you make them a little, you know, this or can we look, you know, we want to make them a little older? Can you can you you know, young them up a bit and they drop his voice, and then you have to be on on the fly. You know, you got to do it. And uh, I love that. I love the more people when I go in to read or there's more or in the session, the more people in the in, in there, the more I get. You know, my energy's up, and 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 uh, I just want to, you know, I just want to go and and have fun. If there's like one guy in there and, a, and an engineer, it's it's a, it's a letdown to me. So I, more people there because it brings the energy. And people are up, and well, I'd lo- I'd I'd love to see a war of the Megatrons between you and Welker, just to see what would happen. Because really, sometimes all you really need is one guy. Especially if you had you and Frank in there, it's like you and a million other voices with just Frank Welker. <laughs> well, it's like uh, you know, uh, I was doing Scooby Doo with Frank. Um, I was doing a few Scooby Doo's, and Frank's there, and and he uh, and. Uh, and Frank's uh, and and, uh, and then you know in TF Prime he was there and him and Peter were there and I think it's the first time we'd been together, the three of us uh, together. Yeah, you know, wow. all, you know it's all I can say. I can't tell you what was going on or what episode. Right. The first time yeah, we've been yeah, you know, yeah, with, the, with the Transformers. We've been yeah, and the same. That was kind of neat for me. But in Scooby Doo and Frank's there. Um, you know he's such a just a, such a great guy and 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 Kevin Michael Richards in the same room and. Again, it's like uh, more children, and, it, and you're sitting there waiting, and you hear crickets, and you look around, and go, what the hell is that? And it's Frank. You guys got crickets? And we'll look over at Frank, and he just stops and smiles, and you know, he's he's, uh, he's he's a legend. He's great. It's to be in the same room and work with him is uh, is pretty damn damn cool. Switching gears a little bit, uh, do you have a favorite episode of Transformers Animated? Um, let me see. Yeah, there's a couple funny ones. Uh, the um, when they had uh, they used to bring guest stars in a lot, and it's kind of funny because you realize when you're in Los Angeles, you, you it says on the breakdown of the character, you know, and they say something like. Uh, a kind of sad, you know, um, a weird owl voice, and it sounds. And you realize you go to the, you show up to the session, you go, oh, it's Weird Al, he's here, right? It's L.A. They're, they live here, they're here, and so that kind of blows me away. Um, and uh, that was one of the uh, those two episodes that there was a couple he was in uh, when he was in the cast was uh, really fun. Uh, 
and it's a Henriksen. It was at um, Lance Henriksen, you know, the guy who was an alien. And, uh, yeah, he did the voice of Lockdown. Yeah, Lockdown. And and when he was such a he's such a great guy. Uh, those episodes when he was in, his voice is so cool. I, I was he he sat he was to my right on those episodes, and and I was sitting in the chair. You know, I I sit down and relax. I stand up when I record. Some people sit down and record. I can't do that. And I was getting, when he spoke, I was getting a massage because like, it was like, it was moving the walls. <laughs> so man, stop, don't stop talking. I'm getting a back massage here, man. It's great. He's, oh, you guys are, you guys are awesome. I, I want to do this forever. You know? Lance said it was just it's so cool to, to work with him. And, uh, but Weird, Weird Al was special. That was pretty neat. <laughs> so, many more. Yes. Um... Okay, so if if it had continued, and we all know that there's been a ton of speculation about season four and all that stuff, if it had continued, is there um, anything that you would have really liked to explore with Optimus? And did you know about the uh, Japanese elite guard uh, figure of Optimus? Uh, no, I didn't know about the, the car. Uh, Derek Y keeps me up on the toys. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, Optimus, I, I, you know, he becomes more battle hardened. Uh, if it was to continue, he'd be, you know, he'd be a little more battle hardened because he started off quite young and, uh, and naive, and uh, it would have got a, it would have been neat to see him get into a point where he was just, you know, he became closer to maybe uh, that Frank Welker character, or not, not the Frank Welker, that the, the Peter's, uh, you know, Peter's version, a little, kind of between that and. And how I ended up doing him in an episode, right? To kind of make a transition, um, yeah. but yeah, a little more battle scarred, more uh, weary. That would have been fun. Very cool. Huh. Interesting. Uh, to shift things up a little bit, we can talk a, little, a bit about the uh, confessions you've done recently. Confessions? Uh, did you say confessions? Con- no, uh, not not confessions. That, let's totally that would, do confessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we can do confessions, but that would be a completely uh, different podcast. Yeah. Uh, true confessions of David K. So tell uh, us, David. You don't want to go there. Uh, I, I said uh, conventions. Sorry, like yeah. like Botcon. You've been uh, to Botcon yep, a few times before. recently. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I'm I'm just happy they had me back. I mean, I'm I'm honored. You know, I'm I. I'm just, uh, they keep asking me, and uh, if I'm able to, I'll go. You know, it's fun. Well, did you have a particular favorite one? Um, well, I mean, I, I, I know I, I like them all. I mean, the, the, the folks in Toronto do a great job. Um, Colin and those guys are always very friendly, and I've always had a great, I've had no trouble with anybody. Um, you know, um, had a great time with Brian and the crew with BotCons, and, and 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 before that, the very first one I did uh, uh, in in Rochester, when Venus Terzo and I went, when they were there doing Beast Wars, I mean that was that was a riot. I didn't realize the fan base, and that was quite a while ago. Um, the BotCon in Providence, Rhode Island, was a favorite because I I went for some runs around the city and and uh, loved this loved the city for its history, and it seems George Washington slept many in many houses. I don't know what was going on, but uh, there was a sign on many houses, George Washington lived here or slept here or something. But it's a beautiful city, and it was a great convention and like that. Pasadena is awesome because it's like 15 minutes from my house. So, And there's nice. one I'm going to, of course, the big uh, news. I'm heading over to the U.K. in, in August for the uh, auto assembly. Um, Simon and the, and the crew over there run a great ship. And it's interesting because... The first time I did that convention, I was signing autographs, or just because I was sitting down, um, somebody came over and said, Hey, Mr. K, would you, uh, would you like a pint? And I go, a pint of what? You know, like a Guinness, or a, like, you know, I mean, beer? Yeah, yeah, you know, like a, like a pint. I go, now? In front of these kids? Uh, <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do what the locals do. And that was, that kind of blew me away. But uh, they're great over there, and I'm looking forward to seeing them all again. What's the um, for you? What's the cultural difference between, like, say, BotCon and TFCon and and Auto Assembly? 
Um, I've been meaning to find a way to get any of the audio auto assembly guests that have been in the past on an interview, like after they've gotten done with that convention. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the diff? Like, how big of a difference is, is as far as like Botcon's American convention auto assemblies based in the UK? What's the difference? Did you notice anything at all? Yeah, Guinness, the Guinness. <laughs> they serve and, beer, <laughs> and we're not talking about the world records, people. They serve alcohol. Um, no, it's to say, you know, take away the accent, and uh, you're you could be anywhere. I mean, I met a group in Amsterdam when I was over there. I flew over and met them, and they took took me around um, Amsterdam, and it's the same. You know, uh, they 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 love the uh, the series. They follow it. It's a it's a phenomenon. They it, I, they grew up with it. You know, um, I grew up with famous monsters of film and magazine, and I grew up with Spider Man. And those things, you know, and I, I, uh, I have my things that I grew up with, and they grew up with Transformers. It's the same. It's, uh, it's, no, no, no real d- difference. Um, I think a lot of them still. Uh, it's funny because they all come up and say, you know, those went to the visit in America. Come, it's like being back in the '60s when the Beatles, you know, visited. They still have this, this thing. Right? We want to come to America and 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 visit, and they're all kind of still have that. Um, what do you call it, a uh, romantic vision of coming to America, and I keep telling them, it's, well, it's, it's not <laughs> like it used to be. It's still great, but they're funny like that, some of them, but uh, the world's a small place with social networking, so they're pretty aware of everything. Huh. Cool, cool. Hey, at the last BotCon, uh, you had a chance to talk to Greg Berger. And, well, I uh, what Greg he... a lot. I worked with Greg recently, too, and something else I can't mention. What did he say about your version of Grimlock? Was it like uh, oh, we don't say we don't say anything? Oh, we did this uh, this thing at the, the Botcon. It was a, a, a song we did together. Anything you can do, I can do better. And we did it as each uh, as, as a Grimlock voice, and it was uh, it was fun. I don't know if anybody recorded or anything, but uh, or, or not. I think it should be out there somewhere. Oh, they should. I haven't seen you can do, me can do better. And then he'd go, yes, you can. No, you can't. And we did our, you know, thing. Uh-huh. And we, we may do that over in auto assembly if, if we can get a script, because I can't remember the damn words to that. I I so wish that was on YouTube somewhere. Somebody yeah, make sure somebody it. records I'm that. Sure somebody must have it. Somebody, Brian or the crew, they were filming something. There was cameras that, you know, they filmed. Oh. So I don't know how we can get a hold of that, but that was that was great. That was uh, one of the funnest moments of any BotCon I've had with me and Greg up there. I don't worry about what people, you know, what people know or think or do or why. It's we each have our own version. We're hired for a different show, and and the cool thing is, uh, I'm a big fan of Greg's, and and, and uh, I really get along well with Greg. And not too many people in the voiceover industry that, that don't get along. Uh, it's it's a it's a real tight knit group. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Um, when you go to BotCon or when you go to TFCon or anything else, like outside of like, say you go to BotCon, and you you have this panel and these signings that you know that you're that you uh, agree to do. Outside of that, when you were there this year, did you like go into the dealer room? Did you look at any of the toys? Did you go to any of the other panels that you were not involved in at all? Did you actually experience the convention for yourself, or did you just go to do your obligatory duties? Uh, I, I I do my thing. Uh, it, it's uh, it's exhausting. People don't realize how, how tiring it is just to do because you're on all the time. You're on all you know when you're you're there. You're on. Uh, you're meeting fans and you're meeting uh, you know friends. A lot of uh, fans have become friends over the years. You're signing autographs. You're on, and it takes it. Man, it takes its toll. You're tired. I've gone to some conventions. And after that, I've gone to my room and fell asleep for two hours, and I didn't really do anything. <laughs> I, work, I work out every day. I train every day, sometimes twice a day. But for whatever reason, you, uh, I think mentally you just it drains. You, you get drained. Um, and then uh, so I will quite often every con I've always gone to, I've always checked out the dealer room and toys. I'll see if I can find some, something for my son, uh, Spencer, or my daughter, Tiana. So, you know, uh, I might see something I like. I, uh, there's a friend of mine uh, from Ottawa uh, in Canada that uh, makes these sort of little big-headed replicas, and he does a really good job of them. I can't remember what the... He's going to kill me. I can't remember the name, but I've... I've Mighty been, Mugs? Um, what is it called? Mighty Mugs? No. No, not something else. I can't remember. Uh, he's on... 
even my Twitter team, I, I can't, I'll find it. Um, but uh, he does a great job of those, and it's unusual. And I thought, oh, I got him to commission a, a Megatron and an Optimus for me, and it turned out really great. He'll do anything. He'll do any characters from video games, and uh, I was quite, was quite blown away by them. Uh, and a lot of times, though, uh, when I go to a city and I haven't been to, um, I will... I need to I, I need to go by myself and go off and do a touristy thing and just or you know. with the Lucky Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, when I went to Auckland, New Zealand, for a convention down there, when we were doing the animated, uh, what was it? The uh, what was the uh, the anime version of um, Transformers? Hasbro had me down there to sign autographs, and I literally did my duties. Because I didn't really know anybody, I didn't, knew no one, um, and I would finish, and I would—I literally walked around that city. I walked everywhere, and uh, you know, tried the, the local cuisine. I even got a chance to see the all black, all blacks play. So I'll take advantage of the city and find out. I'll go and and and, and you know tour around a little bit. Boston, I went everywhere, walked everywhere. So that's, that's what I do. Yeah, I'm I'm originally from Boston. Boston's one of the best cities in the world. Uh, it's, it's spectacular. We have ancestry that's uh, apparently went through there, and and yeah, I went to the Athenaeum. I, I snuck in there somehow. They let me in. Um, I walked around the cemetery. Paul Revere. The whole bit. It's just I loved it. Just loved yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, so Very awesome. Cool. Huh? Yeah, I don't stay in the hotel. I'm not one of those guys that stays in the hotel and just does his thing. I I got to go out and see uh, see where I am. So cool. So are the script readings considered, uh, you know, part of, quote-unquote, your duties, or is that just something that you enjoy doing? I enjoy doing it. Well, you know, they're gonna, you know uh, they have a budget, and they, 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 they um, obviously pay you, pay you to go. So I figure that, you know, they've, people spend hard-earned money, and they're paying me to, to, to go. I should, you know, do my duties and do what I'm supposed to do. And, uh, um and the script reading uh, to me is a lot of fun, and um, I, I'm doing a, I'm doing a uh, um, let me see what's it called an auction over in the UK. Uh, those always scare me. I, I'm not real comfortable doing that because it's it, it's tiring in itself. But um, you know they're raising money for charity, and it's like you know what, you know let's do it. We'll do it. So I, I'm easy, pretty easy to get along with. Nice. Yeah. Uh, do you get the action figures uh, for the characters that you voice? Like Prime yeah, sometimes I, I I never ask any questions. I end up uh, what happens is uh, Derek, you know, I'll talk to Derek and he said, "Did you get that um, a replica version uh, two of the uh, song?" I go, uh, "No, really, you didn't." I go, "No, I have no idea." <laughs> and Derek's been great because he ended up giving me uh, giving me a couple of toys from the the convention that I wouldn't have got a hold of. Um, yeah. So I, I find that about these toys after the fact, um, but I got a few Optimuses around. I got all the Megatrons. Um, they're stored away somewhere. A few of them I have them on display. Nice, nice. But yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Derek, we have you know, on our podcast uh, we've said time and time again what uh, what an asset Derek Wyatt is to the fandom. What an ass what? <laughs> what a giant ass this guy is! No, I mean, he... <laughs> Hold on. We got we got a new comic book day in Burbank here at House of Secrets at Wednesday. Sometimes we get together and uh, with Matt Youngberg and and, and uh, uh, Marty sometimes Eisenberg sometimes, and we'll just meet at the comic book store and and uh, pick up some new uh, new 
reading material and grab lunch somewhere. So we uh, we hang out too. Oh. You know, it's just really kind of cool. Derek lives, Derek lives down the hill from me. He lives down. He's probably about ten minutes away from me right now. Oh, very cool. Do people stop you in the comic shop and say, "Hey"? I no, you. they have no. They have no idea who I am. I saw Pat Oswalt in there one day, and I, I, I just, I was so. Uh, it's Derek says, "Hey, see the guy over there?" I go, "Yeah, Pat Oswalt. Wow, that's pretty cool." I, but you know, I don't go over and talk to him or anything. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That is so so but, awesome. But just the inside, it's just a sort of inside thing that Wednesdays at that comic shop in Burbank, which is you know where all the studios are, everybody who's anybody who's in like uh, Warner Brothers, Marvel, every, all those guys are in there, uh, creators, animators, and uh, everyone works somewhere and is uh, buying comics. And I swear to you, a lot of those guys get their ideas or they're looking for ideas or they have their favorite books. And you know damn well that this, uh, out of that new comic book day on Wednesdays when the issues come out, some of these movies have come from ideas or spawned from guys going into the comic shop and picking up their latest episodes, you know, uh, latest issues. So awesome. Uh, Steve, you want to switch gears for us? What were some of the difficulties of doing Transformers Animated compared to doing uh, other shows like Beast Wars or other Transformers properties? Uh, Bumper Robinson's body odor. That was, uh, was a problem. So that's a new Gary joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's not even true. <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? I don't smell. I don't stink. Um, now, uh, the difficulties, there, there were none. There were, I mean, the, the difficulty was uh, is trying to, for me, it was trying to squeeze two episodes in a day because I have a lot of, I do a lot of stuff besides animation. I'm, you know, I'm doing trailers. I'm, I'm scratching trailers. I'm doing network television. I'm on call for, for a television radio affiliate. So I got all this other stuff going on. So to me, it's juggling. So when I have an episode or two, if they go try and do two episodes a day from nine in the morning or in the afternoon, I have to somehow beg someone to let me record or I have to scream back home in the studio and jump in and take care of some of the TV people who get a little antsy, uh, especially if it's during sweeps periods. So it's, an, it, when it, the only, you know, it's not, a, I'm not complaining. It's just some days when they try and jam two episodes in, I'm trying to do a lot of things at once and, and, and just get the end of the day. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tired, but I, I have no complaints at all. I mean, it's, it's playtime. <laughs> nice. So you walk out of the animated booth and then go into the next room and you do meet Bob. Yeah, like it's it's a whole different thing. Animation is very. Uh, you could be down doing something. Like, hey, you know. Blah, blah. But then I got to come home and if I'm doing a trailer, all of a sudden I'm you know I'm 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 doing like all I'm doing is this in a world one man. I mean it's it's a total and and to me to to come down to that is uh is I got it takes me five or ten minutes to kind of get in that zone. And then television news is completely different. Uh, something else is uh, a promo is completely different. Um, it's all different, so it's you're kind of switching gears all day long. And it's just a, a hint to anybody getting into voiceover work is, is you you need to be able to switch gears and, and do it as fast as you can. The only reason I, I'm just doing it forever, and it, it it becomes second nature. It has to become second nature because no one else has time for you to screw up or wait for you. You know, you got to just do it. Okay. Huh. Does that make sense? So, Am I rambling? No, no, oh, no. That I, makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, right with you. Uh, this is a rather open-ended question. Um, what made this series different than the other Transformer series that you've been on in the past? Um, the guest stars that would come in. We had, it was a, it was a, the most fun. Um, um, and the cast was amazing. We had a hell of a cast in Beast Wars. Uh, this was even, to me, extra special because I... I'm a fan. Was a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of all these people that I work with, and then the, the bonus is they they have people come in like Fred Willard and you know and Weird Al Yankovic and 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 all these people were were coming in and uh, and that that's a real uh, that was a big difference. That was kind of neat. Um, nice. And they they have uh, they have great talent food here at Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> Burritos. The catering. Oh, the catering the is the best. Catering burritos are awesome. I do. I've done a few episodes of the regular show, and I don't know where they get those burritos, man. But they're just they're awesome. 
best breakfast burritos ever. <laughs> nice. Nice. Switching gears a little bit, uh, what were some of your f- influences for coming up with your uh, Transformers animated uh, voice characters? Um, flying by the seat of my pants a lot, honestly. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking. I mean, they had me take home Grimlock. Uh, they had me take home, you know, watch G1, the movie, and, and, and the Grimlock thing, get an idea for what they kind of wanted. Um, what was the other one I did? Uh, locked, uh, not locked down. Uh, Lugnut. Uh, oh yeah, Lugnut was hilarious. He was. Uh, uh, we came up with him in the booth, and he was Megatron's right hand. But Sue just said he's Megatron's. You know, right? He'll do anything he says, but he's he's a few bolts short of a full you know deck. And um, he's just yeah, yeah. Megatron is wise. He's just he's just kind of make him sound uh, big and and and. And, and dumb and strong, and that we came up with that in, in, in the booth. Um, uh, a couple other ones we we, we come up with, uh, you know, pretty much on the fly, I guess. They give you a picture when you come in. Sometimes you come in and you see your name on the on the cast list, and there's a character there beside your name, and you go, "Who who's this? Oh, they want you to do like a so-and-so character. Oh, great. Okay, I got to come up with something. <laughs> okay. How did you get so? Um, oh, what does he sound like? I don't know. So you just kind of go. You kind of go with it. How did you, really quick before we transition again, how did you, um, was Cliff Jumper one of those things where, like you just said, you just walk in and you see your name next to a character? How did you get roped into doing Cliff Jumper? Well, Derek, I mean, all these, uh, the people that know, you know, when you're in the industry for a while, they they, they know what you do, and, and, and I'm known as a journeyman, I could, you know, I do a lot of different stuff, and they just say, you know, give us a day, you know, he'll come up with something, so you don't want to disappoint them, <laughs> so there's a lot of pressure, and there was Derek's idea, Matt's idea, to say, it was good, Dave Cable, just like a sort of a, uh, I think uh, he was a, um, sort of a Clint Eastwood type thing, and then they mentioned his name, and he just kind of, I don't know, you kind of do that thing, you kind of come down in there, and you know, cliff jumper and isn't. You just really just have to throw it out there, and if they like it, great, and they'll tell you if they don't, and to change it, and you have to change it. Those are the guys that say, "Hey, let's get so and so to do this, or let's cat," you know, or, or right, if they don't yeah. know, they'll cat. They'll go, "Well, we better do a you know a casting session," and and that's when the other the agencies will all get a casting for Transformers looking for a new character. Yeah. If they can't, if they if they don't have any ideas within the cast. Uh, to do it, then that's when they do another round of casting and try and find somebody to come in and do this. this I just didn't realize how many voices you actually did in the series. Like, I knew Grimlock, I knew Lugnut, and I knew Optimus. And and there's somebody else, too. There's Warpath, or no? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do something with him, and and I I was going to go down the the road like... um, you know, I was gonna. I thought they meant like warp path. You know, I thought literally they were gonna do, like, a, a, maybe a Native American thing, and and they were all laughing and going, yeah. They were. I thought, oh, okay, they want me to do that, and I did that in the session. They go, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't stay away from that. I go, oh, okay. I thought you were. You wanted me to do that. They go, no, we were joking. We we're laughing. So I had to come up with something different on the spot for him. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, you know, like, uh, you know, my grandfather taught me well when I was a boy. I didn't, I didn't know what they, where they wanted to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> I think you nailed of, it. We would have gotten a lot of trouble and a lot of mail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't want to get the show boycotted. <laughs> no. Not yet. That's uh, funny. Uh, see, I was wondering what the transition from working primarily in Canada to working in LA was like. Now you said that you were commuting back and forth. Yeah, I, I, um, let me see the transition. I, I never thought I'd do it. Um, I, I, I mean, when you're raising your, here's an issue: when you're raising children and they're growing up and they have friends and you're, they have their, you know. They have their community. They have their. They, they know. Uh, to me, LA is like a second home because I've been coming. I've been coming down here forever. Um, I had no. I was like a second home to me. I, I had friends here. I have a community here. I've, you know, I know folks, and it's it's. But when I moved the family down, um, I forgot. Uh, the first couple of weeks were a little rough um, because I forgot that they're not 
used to this. They're, they're totally they're out of their element. I mean, it's like ripping them a ripping the the umbilical cord. You know what I mean? That from their you're, you're you're causing a big upheaval in your family. And you move them to any different city, never mind a different country. I mean, the countries I. It's it's an easy easier transition if you say you know they're going to China or something. I mean it's a complete something different, but they speak um, the same language. But well, yeah, it's it's really just barely. Yeah, just barely. Uh, but uh, there there are small differences. But uh, I mean, I my my family histories, you know, uh, is, is is American born, and we have. Uh, to me, it's. it's it was was not a, a problem, and I forgot that uh, the kids are in a different school system, and then when they come down here, it's a different system. So they were under. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of all of them. And my wife, you know, loves it. We're having a great time in, in L.A. It's a it's a crazy city. It's a show. You know, I think uh, most people like to see a drop up into the ocean. You know, but uh, but it's it's a it's a good old city, and it's you have to really have a good sense of humor down here. Um, but the transition to answer your question uh, was a little tougher for them. For me, it was not tough at all. But I had to kind of back up a bit and say, hey, wait a minute, I, I forgot. You know, that's new for them. And so uh, we've been here well, four, four and a half years on the ground. And and, uh, and it's the best move that I've made. It's been extremely rewarding and, and fun. And uh, they're also, they're, my wife and kids are also having a ball. So... Yeah, everything's everything's good. I'm glad it worked out. Awesome. Because let me tell you something. 99% comedian friend of mine down here, uh, he said, you, you go to your wife one day and say, hey, hey, guess we're we're gonna how would you like to move to LA? 98 to 99% of those relationships stop right there. <laughs> I'm not going to LA. <laughs> what? No. So uh, I'm just fortunate that I have a great, uh, uh, an awesome, uh, awesome wife and, and great kids who would follow, will, you know, follow me along this journey. And uh, nice. I, I also have to say that we'll probably become citizens in a couple of years who we're going to be able to. And I owe this country, a, you know, uh, much gratitude because without this country, I, I really don't have a career, period. If, I, if you really, you know, so I've met some wonderful people. It's been an easy transition for me personally. And, uh, I'm the first one with the family to go back across the 49th because we, you know, we do have a lot of American blood and, and history and family down here. Mm -hmm. Really quick, you um, you mentioned your kids. Are you grooming them to become voice actors? <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I know my daughter's going to fashion, uh, <laughs> and uh, she's creative. Spencer Spencer loves the video. He's he's techie. He's a Scorpio. He's a wild card. I'm not sure, but he. Uh, I'd like to see him. He first, and this is where it kind of gets scary. The, the USC is. Um, he seems to like USC, the Trojans down here, the football team. And uh, I was a little leery because USC is. It's very expensive to send your kid to USC, and I'm kind of, kind of <laughs> hoping maybe he finds something. But he came to, again the other day and said, "Hey, um, something about film school, USC film school." And I thought, "Oh boy." <laughs> so I don't know if he's maybe going in that direction. I mean, it all make it happen. Uh, and it's a great program at USC for film. Um, but we'll see. I think he may be behind behind the action, like technically, computer savvy and video games. He's, he's very smart uh, um, that way. Maybe film, uh, editing. You never know. You really don't know. And my daughter's uh, the opposite. She's very creative out there, and uh, I can see her doing very well in her chosen field. So we'll see. Awesome. I just want them to be all happy. That's that's all. <laughs> happy and healthy. Always a good thing. Yeah. If there was a battle, who would win? Transformers animated Optimus or Beast Wars Megatron? Okay, uh, animated Optimus. Oh, I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have to go with Beast Wars Megatron. Gonna, gonna have to go with the. I, I, I just, uh, yeah, he's got too many. Where does he get those toys? I just got a lot of, and he's got the rubber duck. And I think that's uh, that could really freak freak Optimus out. 
Oh, Steve, you forgot to mention which one. Is it the the purple dragon or is it the grid dragon? Oh, we're not we're not getting into the multiple versions of Beast Wars Megatron. Well, no, because also, I think I think a season four Optimus uh, would probably beat uh, you know purple dinosaur Megatron. Season four, maybe because he's more yeah. bad. Yeah, season four early on, I think uh, I think Optimus would need a little more uh, a little more you know battle time. <laughs> yeah, with a dinosaur, and you know, crunch his head off earlier on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I will crunch your head off. <laughs> um, if you could voice anything or be in any feature film, whether it's animation, live action, whatever, Star Wars. What Star Wars. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. That's an easy answer. David K wants to be in Star Wars. Yeah. Let's make it happen. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'll be able to make some little announcement about that shortly. Oh really? Oh nice. Wow. Star Wars. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, we can't. Uh, can't. Uh, that's all I can say. You can't talk on. about it. Uh, <laughs> auto, auto assembly. Auto assembly. There may be a little more to reveal. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yes. If there was a chance a live-action Beast Wars movie were to happen, would you try to be in it? <laughs> yeah, sure, and any whatever. As long as Michael Bay doesn't direct it, cool. <laughs> I don't. I was always interested to know. I I I read for a few of the roles for the film uh, roles and that. Um, Which but, one? Um, I can't remember. Just. Or what? What movie yeah. per se? The second, the second movie, the, the first. Oh, uh, Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah. The Destructor. The the. Uh, Destron. Uh, what is no. it? Devastator. Devastator. Yeah, it was Devastator. I think. Is that the what's the one? The big, the big giant thing. The big yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I did this sort of. Down in here. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was okay. I just think I I just have a funny feeling that if my name or my stuff came in, that they would just toss it. I because I I don't think they were the Beast Wars um, cast. I think that you know that that's not what that they grew up, where he grew up with and and uh, yeah. I I just get a feeling that, uh, that he he doesn't have a clue who any of us were or that. But uh, that, you know it's his money, his film, and he do whatever the hell he wants. It didn't bother me, but uh, it would have been, would have been fun. Yeah, to be uh, to do a little something something there. Right. Well, I. I think that it was a grassroots effort to get uh, Peter Cullen in the first movie, and it was another. That was a great effort. choice. That was a great choice, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think he was going to go with him, to be honest. And it was like at the last second where Peter Cullen popped out. I think it was uh, E3 and said, "Yes, I'm going to be Optimus Prime." Yeah. Uh, and everybody said, "What about Frank Welker?" And it, lo and behold, in the second movie, Frank Welker comes back as Doctor Claw. Yeah. Soundwave, knock Dr. it off. Claw. Knock it off. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Frank Welker was in the third movie as, as Dr. Claw as well. Yes. Soundwave. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know Sorry. who was in. I, I think I, I mentioned I was talking to John DiMaggio yesterday, and, and I, yeah, I think he's in the third. He's doing something in the third movie, too. Something. Oh, interesting. Huh. Somebody said, hey, I saw, I saw, I heard you're in the, one of the cast members said something, and he said, oh, did you like it? Yeah, and, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's apparently a... Uh, you, you felt like you've been in a battle after you watched the movie. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Dark of the Moon was really, really well done. It's probably the best one out of the three of them. That's what I've heard so yeah. far, yeah. See it on IMAX. It's worth it. <sighs> um, did you uh, miss anyone in particular from the Beast Wars crew? Because I know that there's a few members of that team that aren't doing uh, much anymore. I... I um... I keep in touch uh, with Gary. Um, I haven't talked to Scotty for a while. Um, who else uh, is around? Um, I'm good friends with Ian Corlett. I see Ian as much as possible. Uh, I'm very close friends. Um, I mean, you know, Jimmy Burns. I, I, I still there's a few folks on on my Facebook team that I you know still keep in touch with and that and I mean if, when I see them if I'm up visiting or there, there's somebody's down here more often than not we'll, we'll hang out but um, but yeah um, Alec Willis I really miss uh, I don't know what Alec's doing but uh, he was so good um, Blue Mancuma 
He's a dear friend and a, a gentle giant. They're all great. They're all great people. Very great. And Venus, I don't know where. I just uh, we, we all love you know Venus. I mean, it's, right. But I haven't. I know she's doing some Don camera stuff. But uh, from time to time, I'll bump into them and, and see them. Nice. Very yeah, cool. all good people. I mean, when and the chances that we get to speak with them, it's it's always fantastic. Yeah. Um, we fully admit that our beast. We we are the and I believe we told you this beforehand. Um, last time we talked to you, we are the only podcasters to do a full on front to back, beginning to end Beast Wars Beast Machines review podcast. Yeah. The only reason why that show is incomplete is because we still have not been able to get a hold of Scotty. <laughs> what McNeil? <laughs> Yes. How is that possible? He's, we haven't been able to get him for an interview. He's, he's probably, I think every weekend he's at some convention or something, isn't he? Well, we don't go to conventions that much. Like, I don't because I, I can't travel that much, so. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I, so, I don't, I don't, that's, that's, uh, I'm surprised. <laughs> surprised. <laughs> <laughs> we'll track him down eventually. Yeah, yeah. you have to track him down. Yeah. Before we let you go, can you remind us what you are, what you have coming up, what's what's going on with you? I know that there are some things you can't talk about, but just kind of like tease us with what's coming up, what you got coming up next. Um, okay, let me just uh, check here. Um, boy, oh boy. <laughs> I know it's, it's funny. I, I check on uh, things, and uh, some of the bios are so outdated. I. I um, Hmm. They uh, they're still toying with the idea. There's a movie called Hero of Color City. Um, I did with Christina Ricci. It's still out there in the serial. I don't know if it's coming or not. They have it. Uh, it's 2013. I play uh, a black crayon. He's <laughs> 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 really boring. Like he's really woes me. Oh, woes me. Excellent. Another thunderstorm. Uh, you know, he's really dull and dark and. And that's hence the the black cloud, the black crayon. Um, they have announced uh, there's some more uh, R and C, um, and uh, yeah, I know that uh, TF Prime has been announced. I'm I'm in uh, I'm in there. Um, Can you say which character? I, I can't say what you know what character hasn't been uh, announced. I'm, um, what about the season? <laughs> Uh, well, it's the way it's, we're recording this, whatever this. Okay, so it's currently you're you're currently doing. We're currently recording. Yeah, it's recorded. Okay. You know. Ah, awesome. Uh, GI Joe Renegades. Um, I do the narration plus. I'm also. Uh, and let me just see here. Uh, I don't know what they're on the series, but um, I can tell you that I'm a father of one of the cast, and and it's a uh, kind of a cool thing that's coming out. Dan awesome. versus um, Dan versus. Uh, a few episodes, uh, Scooby-Doo. Um, there's a new episode we recorded um, that will be out uh, soon. Um, wow, well, uh, uh, DC Universe Online stuff is out. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood regular show. I'm still out there doing some a few things for them now and again, and uh, those, that's always fun. Um, yeah, that's the stuff I can I, I can sort of mention. Uh, yeah, Vaguely, and uh, yeah, this is a bunch of stuff in I'm doing, you know, for my trailers and scratching, and, and my voice is out there on different commercials that you, you know, you may or may not hear. Norton antivirus stuff. I'm, I'm doing stuff for them. Um, some Viagra commercials. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But yeah, there's there's a there's a bunch of stuff out. There. I can't remember what it is, but it's 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 sort of constant uh, motion and. Uh, uh, a lot of the shows, again, because of social uh, networking, I, I can't say a damn thing. Right, yeah. um, but I'm, it's been it's been very rewarding and busy and, and fun, and uh, and uh, I can't uh, yeah, the great agency and great people. So yeah, that's it. Very cool. Uh, we would like to thank Mr. K for taking the time to chat with us. We'll ask you to hold the line in this special transformation animation interview. <laughs> Yes. Yeah.